Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Found out my cheating fiancé had a different plan for the land we bought together. I already hate 2020 due to the fact that all it took for my girl, 26, of 8 years to cheat on me was a random Happy New Year greeting from an old acquaintance that she barely knew. She even made it seem like I was controlling and wanted to break up with me, but I just found out that there was a third party all along that she formed a relationship with over the course of two weeks starting January. She's already had closeness with the guy several times over from the start of the year up to this point, but even so, kept going on and off with me during the process which made the past few weeks a living nightmare for me. To make matters worse, the guy she chose to cheat with is a jobless hippie wannabe whose only redeeming quality is being a musician. My fiancé basically threw away our eight years of valuable relationship time, our plans for our own house, already bought land, and a better chance at a stable life and family. I feel more insulted than sad at her decision. When I asked her reason, she just said the guy talked to her and was interested in what she's saying. Plus, I also found out that the guy also just broke up with his own girlfriend recently. Basically, him and my ex are a rebound affair. For the record I've always been there for her and at times even felt like an emotional tampon. She also never once in our eight years together talked to me about my problems either, I never felt she cared about what was going on with me. I already accepted that she's an unfair partner. It's just that I've been really frustrated and sleepless lately because of what she did and who she chose to cheat with. Just a couple of days ago, we've formally broken up. I need some words of wisdom or encouragement from you guys. And what to do if my ex suddenly regrets her decisions and tries to make up with me. Goodness knows she's already doing that, she even wants to stay friends with me while she's with another. Should I stay friends? Among many other things that need advice? D-Day is roughly one month ago. I initiated NC, no contact, around the start of February, so basically I'm two weeks in and slowly recovering, anger is not as intense anymore, I feel like I'm in the sadness, grieving stage now. She was against this as she wanted to be friends, but I still blocked her on everything except Gmail, because we amicably agreed, contract and everything, to split the land finances for the land we bought back when I thought we were romantically stable. I did ask her to email me whenever it's about the land finances and to include full details so that there would be no need to resort to a messaging app. But then, out of the blue, my cheating ex-fiancé emailed me a cryptic hangouts pretty much implying me to unblock her on the app so we can talk, this was on February 15th, which to me still counts as Valentine's. Me being a sucker replied on email what it was about, since I can't just brush it off as it might be about the land we bought. No reply. So I bit the bullet and unblocked her on Hangouts and asked what it was about. No reply as well. It has been three full days since then. So my assumption was, it wasn't really about the land, but either she just wanted a Valentine's planned B date or she wanted to purposely give me anxiety and reset my recovery process, 
I even explicitly told her prior that my going in C was for my recovery and for me to move on. Now the problem, of course, is that her gesture reset me and I now feel more anxious than ever and the anger is also back. I just blocked her again in hangouts and gave her an angry but composed email. It's insane how one small gesture can devastate me so much and how she is violating the land finances situation to possibly reel me back in as a plan B or just to mess with me. If my guess is right, what she's doing is just plain cruel and evil. Anyone here with exes doing the same to them? How do you keep on track and hop back on the recovery train quickly? I fear this is not the end of it and I am bound to get more crappy emails from her until after we have completely sold off the land and split the money, a process that could take months, she's also the one handling the sale, so there's no other person I could contact regarding it. Life is unfair. She is unfair. Isolated me from what few friends I have left and now I'm all alone. Even the mutual circle chose her or she called dibs. My family is unavailable to me. Therapy is no option. All alone. Meanwhile, she gets to have an extensive support system. Family and friends who accepted and condoned what she did even after she cheated on me and dumped me for another guy she barely knew. So I'm here stuck in the puddle of my own sadness contemplating ending while she gets to distract herself and heal instantly, travel, party, have closeness, date, and her endless line of companions and support who tolerated what she did. She knew full well that I was introverted, even knew that at some point I occasionally became depressed. She didn't care back then and never comforted me. I tried and see, but a few days ago she suddenly reached out after three weeks with an olive branch of friendship and concern for my mental well-being. She didn't care about that when we were together, why care now? I rejected her friendship and blocked her felt worse since I let her reset my progress with false hopes and breadcrumbs. Felt even worse knowing that she's having the best time of her life with her support system and after I basically made her financially secure by helping her get into my line of work. I feel so used, and now that she didn't need me, she threw me away like a dish rag. Eight years down the drain, all because she got nothing out of me anymore. Cheaters win plenty don't they? Robbed me of my soul my future, my love, and nearly everything I had. Now they get to enjoy their spoils. Duck this, I didn't deserve this. All I wanted was someone to grow old with and a normal family. Now I feel more alone than ever for wanting that and working towards it. Thoughts of ending it suddenly seem more comforting, even helped put myself to sleep at one point. Life is unfair. Karma doesn't seem to exist. Help me get through this, this is the only support I have now. Well, two months into an on and off no contact and she reached out asking how I was amidst a COVID-19 lockdown in our country, I didn't reply. The next day she messaged me again asking the same. I would have jumped at the opportunity to communicate with her but I know she's still dating the person she dumped me for. She overlapped us, basically cheated. They're probably even holed up together keeping each other occupied during the month-long lockdown. Should I respond to her? I feel like I'm at a crossroads here. She has done this reaching out before in the earlier stages of NC but at a different and safer circumstance where she breadcrumbed me. She asked how I was and even escalating to wanting to get back together, while she's still with the other guy, but changing her mind the next day about it. 
I feel like I'm going to reset my healing progress with false hopes of reconciliation if I talk to her. She explicitly told me that she wanted to be friends despite what she did to me, which to me, was her just wanting to keep me in the back burner. I refused that. Should I respond to show her I still care or would that just be feeding her ego more? All I know is that I'm gonna be more messed up if my responding doesn't result in our reconciliation or if it results in a hot and cold behavior from her. I need advice on how to proceed. I posted a week ago about my ex-fiancé who contacted me during a COVID-19 lockdown in our country and then contacted me again after I did not respond. I also did not respond to that since she has breadcrumbed me many times while I was doing NC. However, just today, she started chatting up and adding my relatives, just my cousin for now, on FB since I did not respond to her email messages and because I blocked her on everything else. Now my cousin is asking me what to say to her and whether to reply or not. I fear she might start messaging my friends or my other family members asking about me if my cousin and I don't handle this well lol. I was just wondering, could this be genuine concern since she was so persistent or is this just NC working its magic and giving her anxiety now that I'm out of her life? And what the hell do I say to my cousin on what to reply to her? A little background, my ex of 8 years left me back at the end of January for a guy she was having an emotional affair with at the start of 2020, among many other reasons that reek of quarter-life crisis. I've been in an on-and-off NC with her since February, she even breadcrumbed me and at one point, asked to be back together, via call, only to change her mind the next day she was with the guy she replaced me with during all of this. Fast forward to yesterday, after ignoring her emails asking how I was amidst a region-wide COVID-19 lockdown in our country, she proceeded to call me in hangouts. I didn't expect anything and didn't care much, but I was elated having a bit of power over her. So I answered and we talked, but I made sure not to show any emotion or interest in friendship with her and not show much information about myself. I just kept my answers minimal and as concise as possible. She opened up the call by saying she was sorry because the breakup was messy, even though she's already said sorry many times before I even did and see. She never apologized for the affair, though, probably wants to avoid acknowledging it. I found this weird, so I just replied to her okay and said doesn't matter to me really because it really doesn't and I was starting to move on. I already knew she had something else in mind when she asked whether I was seeing someone else or if I was dating a mutual acquaintance we knew. I didn't answer and even had to mute my mic just to laugh. Thankfully she didn't pry much after I refused to answer, but still seemed excited and even asked my goals and what I've been up to. So I just told her I could now play the guitar and made lots of new friends and planned to undergo a LASIK surgery so I could finally wear aviator shades. I said all this in a nonchalant manner. She got excited after learning I could now play the guitar as the guy she replaced me with was a struggling musician, I basically just implied that her new guy's one-trick pony skills are nothing special, petty move I know but it gave me satisfaction. I then asked her whether her boyfriend knew she was talking to me, to which she responded what boyfriend, basically denying him, even though she just posted an IG story of their date back in early March. So I changed my question to whether the guy knew she was talking to me, she just said yes, but I doubt it. I kinda feel sorry for the guy now. After that, 
she asked whether I told my friends or any of our mutual friends if I told them about what she did to me, including her affairs, I did tell my friends, lol, this led me to believe that she hasn't changed much since we broke up, still has narcissistic traits and cares about her image too much. I just answered, if you two are happy together, does it matter? End of the topic. She then asked me to unblock her on every social media, I refused and tried to cut the call short by saying no can do, is that all? She answered and told me that's it, she just wanted to say sorry, though her other queries implied otherwise. She then said okay, I'm going to hang up now, but didn't after a few seconds, I was thinking maybe she expected me to plead and remain talking, but I seized the initiative and hanged up first. She hasn't disturbed me since last night, I also didn't initiate any contact. Gave me a bit of anxiety, but nothing I lost sleep over, even slept well after the call. Though I did wake up confused and with intrusive thoughts the next day, today, thinking that maybe she was just breadcrumbing me or she was just bored because of the cabin fever or doesn't want me to move on, probably wants to keep me in the back burner. Either way, several weeks of NC and new friends or prospects made me realize my worth that I'm no one's plan B. She was probably expecting me to initiate getting back together, she got used to that in our on and off relationship, so she could put me back in her orbit or probably even two time. All in all, I thought my grey rock response has been decent. Any thoughts? For context, my cheating ex still owes me $4,000, big deal in my country, so I asked her just this September for a follow-up on paying that debt since we had a signed contract that she should pay before 2020 ends. She asked if we could talk via hangouts, so I agreed. We talked last night. Turns out she wanted to ask for a payment date extension until next year. More than that, she gave me an update on her life situation. She lost her two high-paying freelance jobs due to COVID and is now working a barely above minimum wage 9-to-5 office job amidst a raging outbreak in my country. She also lost her condominium unit, it got repossessed since she couldn't pay mortgage and is now forced to live with her aunt. She lost everything she downpaid on that apartment, thousands of dollars worth. On top of that, the guy she left me for was a broke musician. I think they broke up last month after some friends stalked her page and gave me that unverified speculation. Instead of feeling elated and fortunate, I ended up pitying her. It was the first time I heard her say, please, after she cheated on me and left. I ended up asking her whether she was depressed to which she answered that she was, and that she was nearly at that certain point in depression. No goals, no more dreams, just living month-to-month -month hopping dead-end call center jobs. I was shocked. This wasn't the smart proud girl I once loved, not anymore. I didn't want to pry deeper. My whole reaction was that of a parent scolding their irresponsible child. Asked her what the hell happened to her and why she let it happen. I even felt a bit insulted at her job choice since I pretty much indoctrinated her into high-paying freelance jobs and never settling for less than she deserves in a job market back in our heyday. I've never heard such a defeated tone from her. I even tried cheering her up. She pretty much lost everything, all that's left are her jobless relatives trying to leech off her measly income, breadwinner culture in this country is insane. Now here I am, losing sleep at what I thought would give me a peace of mind. Several months ago, and before COVID, I would have laughed at her for having that kind of karma. Now I'm just deeply concerned. I even considered giving her some of my work to help her. 
I was also dead set on giving her that extension until I suddenly remembered her capacity for lying and all the pain she inflicted on me. So I hesitated and just told her that I needed to think about that extension. Trauma and trust issues are still there I guess. I am considering the extension, and it would seem like I have no choice since she won't be able to pay on time anyway. I definitely don't want to take it to court, that's like kicking an injured person. I don't want to drive her to want ending because I know how that crap felt when she did it to me and I fear that she might not be able to handle it. Did I do the right thing in telling her I'll think about it? Or was I too harsh and callous? This was not what I expected at all when I hoped she would get karmic justice served to her. I guess I still care for her, despite everything she did, or at least I cared for what she once was. What do I now? Thanks for hearing me out. Wife cheated right after we set a date at our wedding venue. The early morning of my brother's wedding, I heard a ding from her phone. Saw it was from a friend of hers that we had prospected as potential partner a couple weeks prior. I did what I had never done in my life until that point, I looked slash spied on her phone to see if she said anything about it to him. I scrolled down through their texts and came across one from him that was absolutely paralyzing, something along the lines of I'm not the type to just hit it and quit it and not talk about it. I figured out a lot in a short amount of time through their texts and also of texts to her best friend and mother. This apparently happened three weeks prior, just days after we had put money down and set a date at our wedding venue. She invited him over to hang out at 9 p.m. I'd been told from her previously that their relationship consisted of being good friends on and off since age four and platonic beyond one attempted kiss in high school. She was at her mother's house in her hometown for something in prep for a cousin's wedding she is the maid of honor for. She had told her mother that he was coming over to hang out for a bit and thought nothing of the ordinary. In the texts she had lied to him saying she told me about everything. She lied talking with her mother and best friend that he and her had only kissed and that she'd told me about everything when she had not. Both of us had responsibilities for brother's wedding, I was the best man and DJ, and she was the officiant. While sitting in that hotel bed I decided to get my journal and start writing to vent while I determined what I was going to do. I decided that I was going to do everything in my power to make the best day possible for my brother and his wife and suck it up before I confronted her when we got home the following day. I literally put on an act that entire day to be cheery, not make a scene. That whole day was a torture chamber, from her saying what was prepared being an efficient to all my family coming up at different points throughout, complimenting her performance and being exited for our wedding the following year. Being DJ throughout helped pass some time, but I ended up getting too drunk and got pretty sick in the wee hours of the night, obviously because of what was going on. We had driven to the wedding separately, and the next morning, I got a head start to write a letter out to her that I'd confront her with when she got home. I had decided that I was wanting to reconcile for two main reasons whether reasonable or not. Our relationship has spanned nine years and that five years previously I broke up with her because I was having sort of a mental breakdown slash shift and needed a break from the relationship. I don't think I handled that situation slash break for the three months that you're the best, so somehow I think I put the idea in my head that she deserved another chance like she had given me because of how heartbroken I left her from the previous break slash breakup. Apologize if this is confusing, my mind has been pretty muddled the past four months. I made demands in the letter. Among them was to apologize to her mom and best friend about lying to them. 
that we'd find a couple's therapist and go as soon as possible. Another demand was that I'd confront the wife of the friend she slept with if he didn't reveal the truth to her himself. I needed to know exactly what happened, if this was the only time and why the hell she hadn't told me what happened. Going into the confrontation I wasn't 100% sure that I was gonna still move forward saying I wanted to stay together. I had a couple scenarios in my head. If she avoided the conversation, left or wouldn't explain everything, I was done. But if I felt she was authentic and followed through with demands we'd at least be on thin ice for a bit until couples therapy. When she got home I immediately confronted her, sat her down and had her read the letter. After reading a couple lines she tried to divert, can we talk about this, I didn't concede and said if you have any respect left for me, read what I wrote and then we can talk. A page in, she started bawling and crying her eyes out. And that continued through all six pages. After she got herself together I asked the couple direct questions and demands. It had only been the one time. He was venting about how bad his life had been lately, no closeness from his wife for six plus months, two DUIs, lost job, and then came on to her and she eventually had reciprocated. No protection was used. I asked about the three guys' idea, she was using it as a way to feel less guilty about cheating, yeah I know some incredible logic there. The reasoning of why she cheated was not really logical either, she said he was really vulnerable with her in that moment, when to me, it just sounded like he was saying how much his life sucked and she felt bad for him. She said she held off telling me because I had previously told her cheating was an ironclad dealbreaker and that she was talking with her therapist getting her affairs in order if I broke up with her. I originally wasn't going to have her bar contact with him, but two weeks after I confronted her, he told everything to his wife and cut all contact with my fiancé, in addition his parents cut contact too, who she was good friends with for most of her life. That day, I got a FB message from his wife saying my fiancé had cheated on me with her husband. We had a long conversation about everything she was kicking him out for an unspecified amount of time and having their two kids stay with her. It was relieving in a way talking to someone going through the same thing as myself and I had agreed with her for them to have barred contact. For two months after the confrontation things went well. We were very open to each other, talked more, were more intimate, did more things together and started couples therapy. But it didn't last unfortunately. She revealed in couples therapy that the idea of a break-slash-separation came to mind recently and that she might need a break to try to understand why she did what she did and whether she truly wanted to get married, see a future with me. A week after that she confronted me saying she wanted to move forward with that and would look for a relative to stay with. For a two-week period, she talked with relatives and eventually went to stay with her sister, she's unemployed at the moment, which I believe attributed to why she needed to figure some things out on her own. Another red flag of mine is how obsessed she has gotten about astrology lately, like she's lost in it or something. Even though I was extremely frustrated with this situation, I granted her that wish. The last three weeks in this separation I've been pretty up and down but I think I've come to terms that I'll be okay if she doesn't want to move forward in our relationship. On my side of things while being apart I've reviewed everything so far and can't get past the fact that the cheating happened just days after we reserved a wedding venue. I know I didn't deserve any of this and am still licking my wounds. I also just hate how she's the one that's been in decision mode on whether she wants to stay or not right now. I surprisingly haven't been suspicious or untrusting at all that she's cheated on me any other times with him or anyone else, 
but that could just be tunnel vision, cause I'm stupid and somehow don't currently have major trust issues. I've had some good support from a couple relatives and close friends, and have been seeing my own therapist for the last three months, so I at least have a good support system currently. A cheating partner is something someone should never have to go through and something I personally definitely didn't prepare for and am just doing the best I possibly can given the current situation. If this doesn't work out, I know I will be okay. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.